Hello and welcome to this episode of the Mission Somerset podcast. And me and Jan have been um, joined by a special guest today. So we have one of my sons, Hudson. Do you want to introduce yourself, Hudson? Hello, my name is Hudson Taylor. I'm part of Mission Somerset. I'm 15. Great. So Jan's been at our house this evening and we were talking with Hudson about some of his experiences uh, working with the Mission Somerset team and his own faith and journey with Jesus. And we thought, why don't we start recording and and carry on the conversation, but turn it into a podcast. So, um, Jan, do you want to pray for us before we start? Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Lord, I just uh, lift up this moment and this time uh, we can spend together uh, just exploring uh, where... Uh, what Huston's views are and what his experiences are and Lord I pray that yeah it would um, uh, give something to the people listening some sort of takeaway and encouragement about what it's like to be in the mission field um, yeah to pray that in the name of Jesus Amen. 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 Okay well Hudson why don't you why don't you kick us off and tell us about your your journey with Jesus and what it's like being a disciple of Jesus. All right, first of all, I want to thank uh, thank you, Dad, and thank you, Jan, for inviting me on there. Uh, what being a disciple of Jesus means to me, uh, it means to me that uh, that I know that I've got someone watching over me, a watchable protector, also that someone who can guide me in life. It's like, to me, God's like a guidebook to, like, if you're, like, building something like an Ikea furniture desk, it's like God's like giving you instructions to build it. Uh, also, being a disciple means to me that I can share my faith with people, which hopefully people can understand and maybe think about it and maybe could, you know, share, have a faith of their own. Also, that uh, I just want to help people. I just want to give back to the people that have helped me on their way. I just want to give back to the community and to people who just want to have more understanding about what being a disciple means to them and if they're looking more to become a disciple maybe a leader in that sort of way so yeah okay and what are some of the things that you've seen mum and dad and our extend extended jesus family like jan and others what have you what are the kind of things that you've seen heard and been involved with with mission somerset uh what I've heard and what I've been involved in is uh, baptisms, meetings, uh, Bible studies, uh, this thing uh, early in the year called B3, which is like some sort of, pro- it's like a, not a programme, but it's like a, yeah, it's a Jews programme to like help you understand more about if you want to become like more of a disciple, like that's a good thing. And just like, fight knocking on doors telling people about jesus street preaching stuff like that uh most of the experience have been very good some people have been quite hostile when we do street preaching but i guess that's what happens in daily life you just have to accept it and move on with it but i just loved every second of it it's never a dull moment to be honest because you don't know it's like a lucky dip you don't know what's going to come out of that pool of gifts and honestly, it was, it's one of the most best experiences I've ever had. So I just want to thank you two and people who I know who have, who have let me join 
this group of uh, missionaries and disciples and it's given me a chance to be part of something, to maybe be a part of a bigger network of what's to come. So yeah. Okay, that's thanks. And how did how did you become a disciple of Jesus? How, what happened? Well, my dad, who is known as Ben, who's I'm talking to him right <laughs> now. Uh, well, he was a Christian. His 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 dad called Ali, who's my granddad. He was a Christian. So I think there was some sort of family thing and ever just since i was born i just accepted the fact that god is real and that uh that he's just the one true god who's just always been there for me and who understands and yeah i've always just been ready to know god and then when i was about six uh dad uh i think i said to my dad something about uh it was either six or seven but something about baptism and I always, when I was six, I was like, I had religious education lessons in school. And I just understand it a big deal greatly. We also had assemblies where the teachers reading up Bible stories. So let's just say David and Goliath or Noah's Ark. And I just understood it and I just wanted to learn more. So when I asked dad about baptism and then I feel like I had enough understanding to do it. And I remember it was one, I was Saturday, a sunny Saturday or a sunny Sunday. And I was baptised with two other people in my paddling pool in my back garden. And ever since that, I've just been on a journey of understanding and uh, discipline of what God means to me. And if I can share it with people who I know who has the right mindset and growth to know who God is and what the idea of it is. OK, thank you, Atta. Any questions, Jan? Um, I, 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 because, yeah, there was that... Uh, um, we was chatting to earlier on about how um, you, you obviously in the RE lessons in the year six when you, you were like 11. Yeah, year six, yes. And uh, you'd sort of obviously show to your class how enthusiastic you were uh, about you know, Christianity and the God of the Bible and the stories of the Bible and things. And uh, yeah, um, what... What do you think they they got out of it? What's the um, how did they sort of view that? I mean, some people in my class, I think that maybe their parents were religious. They attended church church on Sunday. I think like at the moment they just like you know, yeah, they accepted it. But then like, but as life goes on, they maybe like maybe come to terms with what they believe and what they understand, which I can totally understand. It's is their views, not mine. Mm. And, like, I just understand the fact. And, like, yeah, I just, I just, like, what to share. And I just wanted to be good about what I know and what I understand and excel in classes and get good grades and stretch my knowledge about what I know to a further extent, which maybe I can get into, like, a profession or just, like, carry it into the world, like what we're doing right now. So, mm. yeah. Mm. Yeah, and you and you, you saying about how they... They sometimes like like take the mick a bit, and um, what was your reaction to that? I mean, when I was younger, I just didn't really care. I mean, I don't really care now. I mean, it was just it was like comedic purposes only. It was, I mean, it was a bit of a joke. I mean, it tended a bit on like the offensive side, but like you know, then my friends, I can't like hit them or like push them away. Like then my friends have to accept that. Like, like some people who are like Christians or religious, they're like friends take it out. And, like them so I like I mean it offended me a bit but like you know mm. 
there's nothing I can do really about it. I just, you know, just maybe laugh it off or shrug it off and just, you yeah. know, maybe tell them to stop if it maybe goes on the borderline of very offensive and vulgar. But it never really happened like that. I just, like, you know, said, yeah, it's funny. I mean, yeah, you can stop if you want. But, like, you know, there's no really, there's no harm into it, I guess. Mm. Mm. Okay. All right. Um, I wanted to ask you Hudson to to paint a very practical picture now because I think there may be people listening to this podcast who have children or grandchildren or you know might be thinking you know all this mission and disciple making and all opening your home and all this it all sounds great but how does that fit with having kids and and family and I don't know if you know when you was younger Hudson when me and mum, um, you know, first felt Jesus was calling us to open our home and to make disciples rather than to go to a church on a Sunday and, you know, do all those, do all those things that we'd grown up with. You know, one of the big questions that we were faced with and would get asked a lot was, well, what are you doing with your kids? Because there's a kind of presumption that to be a good Christian parent, you have to go to a church and send your kids out to the kids' work or the Sunday school. And, um, you know, me and me and your mum, Hanson, you know, we always struggled with that a bit because we wanted to we wanted to worship God together and serve God together as a family. And we didn't want to we didn't really want to send you and your brothers and your sister out to sort of learn little baby stories you wanted you guys to become disciples of jesus and soldiers and to be able to stand on your own two feet and have a strong faith so um you know for us it's been challenging because the mission for us started at home with with you Hudson, and your brothers and sister and we had to learn how to disciple our own children and that's that's as a christian parent that's where it starts but Paint, paint a really practical picture. What's it like? What's it like living in a family on a mission when you've come out with us and when people have come to a home? Tell us what it's actually like. Well, it's, uh, put in one word, it's uh, entertaining. But <laughs> is it entertaining? It's just entertaining because you just hear stories, you get involved. It's like going to war of, let's say, Vietnam. You're on the front line. You never miss a dull moment. And I just always thought, yeah, it's always good of part of being something which, like, actually happens and, like, which is everyone gets stuck in, everyone brings their part. Everyone is always brilliant with their ideas. They're always free-flowing, always ready to share. And just that always fascinated me a bit. And I never went to Sunday school, so I don't know... I know, I mean, they learn about baby stories, but like, I never knew what it was. Well, I know what it was, but I never understood it and I never experienced it. But, like, what the picture is, it's like the kids, if they're, if you're, if they're growing up with you, that you have a faith, if you want to share, in my opinion, it's their decision. But maybe when maybe they're, like, in their early stage, let's say, six seven eight and they like maybe ask you questions about like at dinner time maybe build them up start ask ask start giving them maybe suggestions what to read in the bible 
and like what do we do versus... at dinner? What what have we done at dinner t- at dinner time? Well, we just start. We uh do we go by a standard basic procedure. <laughs> we basically go by highs and lows. Then we read. You have to. What does that mean? Well, highs and lows, uh, viewers and listeners. Highs and lows. Uh, I'll ask Jan. So Jan, what's the high of your day? Um, the, the high of my day is. Um, What's the high of my day? Uh, I I had a nice rest today. I think. Yeah. I, I've had a busy weekend, and so it was nice to uh, like just not do too much. So yeah. So a high is a good thing, and the low, as you can probably guess, what was your low, Jan? Um. Uh. I th- I think just uh I felt a bit like in limbo, a bit a bit bored as well. So um. I felt like a loose end, and uh, yeah, so that was the low. Yeah, and sorry to hear that, yeah. That's, yeah and then uh, we basically uh, we basically then read maybe a chapter or a couple verses from the Bible, and then and then Dad does a preach. Huh? Do I then do a half an hour preach at the meal table? No, it's when it comes to Jesus going to church. I mean, I mean, when kids go to church, they maybe go to see a sermon of an hour, and they can probably get easily bored about. It. And I'm not, and I'm saying this to you, parents. Just like instead of giving them a sermon, just say to like, maybe just say what you understood about it, what you can learn from it, and who you're going to share it with. So that's what we do, isn't it? Yeah, that's what yeah. we do. I mean, you can do what you feel you like to. So adds up to is maybe on the plus, so maybe twenty minutes, which is cut down. 15 to 20 minutes which is cut down from let's say one hour and ten and then we I we go in a circle and pray for we do this we do this dad for the people on our left or on our right and then what we do after that we uh clear the table and wash up mm. so then yeah so because we believe that doesn't matter how old you are god can speak to you yeah is that right yeah, yeah. like any age how old you are, thin, fat or thin, slow or quick, you can have, like what God said, if you have ears, if you have ears, ears to hear, let them listen, and like yeah, just like, if you if you whatever you are, just you have the understanding. If you have the understanding and you have the courage and the heart to listen to about God, you can listen to Him. It's like no, like no matter what you're practicing, you can listen to it, and like God will tell you stuff, and like fuel up your knowledge and beef you up, and like strength you up. It's like a gym. It's like God's words are like dumbbells. They can like fuel you up. They can get you hyped. They yeah. can ask you to do stuff. Come on. So like stuff um, like you know. And have have we encouraged you to pray and to think how you can disciple your friends at school and things like that? Yes, of course. I mean. If you have friends like mine, uh, who are very brilliant friends, who are very funny and very kind, uh, if they have the mentality to maybe not hear, maybe tell them about it. And if they say, like, yeah, like, man, like, just, you know, don't bother. But if you find people who maybe you hear about from someone they want to learn about you, so you go do it, no matter what they say, no matter what they do, you go up to them and say, hey, is it true that you are a Christian? And they say... Yes, just say, look, can I read you something? Do you understand it? Do you want to pray? Do you want to share about what you can do about it? So on and so forth. It's like with your 
with your friends, like, if there are friends who are religious and have a faith in Christianity and that they want to help you, help you and your kids, that'll be brilliant. That will be a, a massive help. So that'll be, that'll be a blessing on a huge part to them that they'll know they've got someone there who can maybe help their children, other, like a, a massive understanding about what Jesus and what God means to us and means mm. to the world. Okay, thank you, Alton. So, you know, anybody who knows us will know that we're by no means a perfect family and we have lots of challenges like yes. every family in the whole world. Yes. But what we try and do is show our children Jesus and we don't hide what Jesus is doing from our kids. And they see people come into our, to our house. Um, you know, they see what it really means to follow Jesus in real life, don't you, Hudson? Yeah. Um, with all of the ups and downs of that. Um, why don't you tell us, when, what, what are some of the memories you have of when you've come out with people on the Mission Somerset team or when we've gone to places, Hudson? Well, there was this one major, uh, major standout and... It was my debut, so it was like it's like Wayne Rooney scoring for United. It was a massive debut, and I remember it was nine o'clock, bright and early. I went on my phone, sent some messages to my friends. Do went to the local Spoonies, which is a Weatherspoons for our listeners, and we met. And then we met some dad's friends who are new, who are new because I didn't met them before, and I can see from them they had a very massive understanding. And I met yeah. I saw Jan and I remember seeing Jan at my old local primary school because he put a pod up there, which was brilliant. And all of my, all my friends loved that. So I want to say thank you. Yeah. yeah, all my friends loved that. So I want to say thank you on behalf of them. So then we basically, we read the Bible. So I was saying what we did. We did the highs and lows. We read the Bible. We didn't do a, So we were gathering with some of the new disciples we'd met yeah. in one of the towns. Is that right? Yeah, it was Yeovil. Yeah. Uh, and then we went to the Cow and Apple, which was like a... It's like a pub near the church building there. And uh, I remember meeting the new people because, like, it was my first time coming out on mission. Like, it was a major debut, and I didn't know half the people there. I only knew Dad and Jan and uh, some people from school. And then uh, I remember two people walked past, uh, and Dad said to me, Hudson, I want you to go what was it? I want you to go prophesy for them. Or... Well, yeah. So we were we were gathering. We were at that point. We were gathering every Tuesday lunchtime at a at a pub called the Cow and Apple for church. Brilliant, brilliant. And pub. each week it was really good, wasn't it? Yeah. And right. More people were kind of being added in, and people were getting baptized. And and so Hudson came along one week, and um, as we were in the middle of having church together, and. When we have church together, it's normally really loud and yeah. exciting because Jesus is at work. People are really eager to share their opinions on things and questions. So um, two men walked past. These are the people you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Probably someone shouted out something loud about Jesus or had some question from the Bible or was reading the Bible out loud or something. And these two men seemed really interested. And so... Um, they sort of went past, but they, they were looking back. So I think someone shouted out, oh, all right, mate. And he, one of the guys, basically said, oh, um, it, it, like, what are you guys doing? And Rochelle from Mission Somerset shouted something back, like, oh, we're, 
we're having church here. We have church here every every Tuesday. And he said something like, oh, like, what, ch what, what church are you from? And she said, we don't go to a church. We're Mission Somerset and we, we're meeting here every yeah. Tuesday. So you could see he couldn't, it didn't quite register uh, what, what she was saying. So it became clear that they were Christians, um, but the kind of idea of having church, you know, meeting together outside, not in a church building, was they didn't did not really encounter that before. So they came over for more of a talk, and um, you know, I was wanting to encourage Hudson because I think a lot of people have recognised Hudson has the gift to be able to say things from the Holy Spirit that he wouldn't normally know. And so I was sort of thinking I wanted to encourage these new disciples to see how Hudson is brave and courageous in sharing with people. So I said, Hudson, why don't you come and share and pray for um, for these guys? So go on then, Hudson. So uh, I basically, uh, the two people were there and uh, there was this... Uh, one I think one of them was dressed in like some like church robes and I was thinking hmm, maybe he maybe I don't know maybe he's trying to be training to be some sort of vicar or some sort of person in the church. So then God just told me to say that I was thinking. Oh, but he said something else first. There was this other guy. The first thing he said about as he got a property talk. Yeah. Well, it was it was one of the guys. It was either one. It was two. Which one was it? It was just the first guy. Yeah. It was the. Remember, you said you felt he had a struggle in his life. Yeah. Said and this guy, I just had a feeling this guy had a struggle with addiction, mainly alcohol. Uh, and uh, truth be known, that he actually did have a pro had a alcohol problem. And I was shocked because I was thinking, I was thinking, oh no, I'm gonna say something wrong, and then it's just gonna go out of control. Because it's my first time, so like it could have gone wrong easily. So you said to you said to him, didn't you, a grown man? You didn't know. Yeah, he was so like I think in Jesus his 50s. is saying to me that you have a struggle with addiction and alcohol. You said that to him. Yeah, I you? did, and truth be known, it was true. And he couldn't believe it, could he? And then, and then, what did you say to him? And then I, and then I saw him in his uh, church garments. I was thinking, hmm, maybe he could be, I don't know, training to be like a vicar or some higher up in the church. And then I think God said that to him. And I said to him, "Excuse me, are you like training to be?" Are you trained to be someone in the church? And he actually was. So it was like two for two. It was like a, it was a perfect duet. And I was just shocked about uh, about how it happened. I was just thinking, I was thinking, questioning, think maybe because I was the day before I was thinking, thinking, should I actually go to this? What could it be like? Could it be good or should it be boring? And then at that, and then when I said that, I knew, I knew that I was here to stay. I knew that I was going to, Lee, I was going to leave an unprecedented mark on the world of Mission Somerset <laughs> and Mission Britain as a whole. Okay. And then... And I think you are doing Hudson. <laughs> yeah. And then a lot of things happen, but like in Tinga, Tinga's Tales as a whole other story. Okay. Yeah. I think I think um, what you saw something about this guy, yeah. the, the coloured guy, and you saw something. You, you didn't have any, actually any, any, any garments... Any wrote any. There was nothing to suggest it. It was you, one of them. No, yeah, but you, yeah. but you saw in the spirit. He had some. There was some clergy type thing yeah. going on, and and basically as he spoke, he said, "Yeah, he was being. He was tra getting trained to be 
um, some some sort of something in the clergy. I know, isn't he? But you, you, there was nothing visual to see that. But you saw in the spirit there was something there, and you were right. Yeah, I think I don't know. The only way I could have thought maybe I think it was when purple, and I know purple. A lot of purple was in the church building because when yeah. I was at Prime Squad, I had tours, right. and like I think purple's quite an ex- it connotes expensive and like you know, not yeah holy something like that. But yeah, mm. I don't know. But I I have to thank God for that moment. I I really do. So so Hudson, what from from what you've read in the Bible or what you've heard from different people, what is it that you think Jesus wants us to be doing? Like. I think last year we've. I think, I think God wants us to grow on network. I mean, like I mean, in gem, like generally, because obviously people might be listening. Like it's not in Somerset. Maybe, uh, I think we should train the next generation, like because anything could happen, you know. Mm. Like I think maybe. Who's uh, the next generation? Your age. No, yeah, like my age, like early, like late teens, early 20s, mm. around that age, like, training the next generation and maybe just, I just want people who are listening to have their kids to have a big understanding about the concept of what we're talking about. Because, mm. like, some people could be listening and they have no idea what I'm saying. But I just want, some people are listening, I want someone to take, take something what I'm saying and maybe put it to the heart and think about what he said, and maybe share it with their kids, and like be bold about it, and like, and like be prepared to take risks, like anything, like, like Elijah. Elijah took risks when he ran from Jezebel, when he went on Mount Carmel. He took risks. Joseph took risks. Moses took risks. Most everyone you hear about in the Bible took risks, because after when Jesus, after when Jesus died, and what's happened now in some countries. It is illegal to uh, preach the word of God, which is very hard and very sad. But I just want people to be bold and take risks. But people, but I want them to have the idea of the fact that God is with them to protect them. To like, they have like a bubble around them, like a titanium steel alloy bubble, which is unbreakable. Which I know that God is a maker of that, and God is a maker of everything. Mm. So yeah. Okay. Well, should we? Should we? Should we pray? Or I reckon maybe it would be nice, Hudson, if you could pray for, you know, any of the children of parents that might be listening, and we can pray for the parents or whatever yeah. we feel to pray for. So, should, do you want to go first, and I'll, yeah. then I'll go and you finish, Jan? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. uh, God, uh, people I want to pray for. Uh, first of all, I want to pray for Joel and Liz's uh, uh, kids from South Pevan because whenever we're at Mission Somerset gatherings. They're always, always so, you know, energetic and always ready to know about God. So I just hope that they continue to work in their parents' lives. Uh, I just want to pray for everyone who's on this, who's listening to this beloved and dearly beloved podcast and their kids that they know that God is real and that, that they should know about God and that they just want to go out and tell people. As, like, I don't want to say people's like kids names because I could miss out someone and I don't want that to happen I just want to huh don't need to say their names yeah, yeah. Mm, sorry about that sorry about that I just <laughs> want everyone to know that God is real and that 
that the to the future generation who are listening that we're gonna we're gonna take the world by storm again we're gonna we're gonna do great everyone's gonna do great everyone's been doing great things in mission somerset and i hope it continues so god i come to everyone who's listening now and i hope bless them i hope they bless dad and yan and everyone who is listening everyone else in the world who wants to know about jesus amen amen, amen. and father and i thank you for for hudson thank you that he's your disciple and we thank you that there's no age limit on being a disciple that he can be a disciple of jesus at any age and we thank you that hudson has prayed for his friends he's shared the gospel with his friends and other people he's baptized people and um we want to pray that you continue to help him to be a disciple maker and a faithful servant of jesus and I pray for all the parents listening. Mm. Pray that you would help them. Yes, God. As we pray that you'd help us. Help us all to disciple our own children. To introduce them, not to a building or an organisation or a religion, but introduce them to the living person of Jesus Christ. Who will transfer, trans, transform them and call them to make disciples of their friends. So we pray that, as Hudson has said, that your faithfulness and your love would extend to our children and our children's children and all the people they know. Amen. 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 Yeah. And, um, yeah, Lord, I just thank you for, um, we're able to uh, put together this podcast this evening, Lord, Lord God, and that uh, you've guided this conversation. You've been able to, um, home in on, on, uh, uh Hudson and his thoughts and, and the way that it's uh, been steered. So, Lord, I just uh, yeah, thank you and and all glory be to God for all that this podcast does and sets seed in, in uh, all the people, the people that listen uh, to this podcast. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Amen.